0: Symphony No. 9 in D minor, Opus 125, also known as the Choral Symphony, orchestral work in four movements by Ludwig van Beethoven, made its premiere on this day in 1824 Vienna. Remarkable in its day not only for its grandness of scale, but especially for its final movement, which includes a full chorus and vocal soloists who sing a setting of Friedrich Schiller's poem, Die Freude or Ode to Joy, the work was Beethoven's final complete symphony and it represents an important stylistic bridge between the classical and romantic periods of Western music history. The Ninth Symphony premiered to an overwhelmingly enthusiastic audience and is widely viewed as Beethoven's greatest composition. Beethoven's Ninth Symphony was ultimately more than three decades in the making. Schiller's popular Ode to Joy was published in 1785, and it is possible that Beethoven made his first of multiple attempts to set it to music in the early 1790s. He clearly revisited the poem in 1808 and 1811, as his notebooks include numerous remarks regarding possible settings. In 1812, Beethoven determined to place his setting of Ode to Joy within a grand symphony. Ten years passed before the symphony's completion, and during that time Beethoven agonized over the composition's every note. His notebooks indicate that he considered and rejected more than 200 different versions of the Ode to Joy theme alone. When he finally finished the work, he offered to the public a radically new creation that was part symphony and part oratorio, a hybrid that proved puzzling to less adventuresome listeners. Some knowledgeable contemporaries declared that Beethoven had no understanding of how to write for voices. Others wondered why there were voices in a symphony at all. The story of the premiere of Symphony No. 9 is widely told and disputed. Beethoven had steadily lost his hearing during the course of the symphony's composition, and by the time of its premiere, he was profoundly deaf. Although he appeared on stage as the general director of the performance, kapellmeister Michael Umlauf actually led the orchestra with a conductor's baton, taking tempo cues from Beethoven. According to one account of the event, the audience applauded thunderously at the conclusion of the performance, but Beethoven, unable to hear the response, continued to face the chorus and orchestra. A singer finally turned him around so that he could see evidence of the affirmation that resounded throughout the hall. Other accounts maintain that the dramatic incident occurred at the end of the second movement scherzo, as it was common for audiences to applaud between movements at the time. Whenever the applause occurred, that it passed unnoticed by Beethoven makes clear that he never heard a note of his magnificent composition outside of his own imagination. Beethoven's Ninth Symphony broke many patterns of the classical style of Western music to foreshadow the monolithic works of Gustav Mahler, Richard Wagner, and other composers of the later Romantic era. Its orchestra was unusually large, and its length, more than an hour, was extraordinary. The inclusion of a chorus, moreover, in a genre that was understood to be exclusively instrumental, was thoroughly unorthodox. The formal structure of the movements, while generally adhering to classical models, also charted new territory. For example, the first movement, although in classical sonata form, confounds listeners first by rising to a fortissimo climax in the harmonically unstable exposition section, thereby delaying the return to the home key. The scherzo, with all its propulsive energy, is placed as the second movement, rather than the customary third movement and the third movement is a mostly restful, almost prayerful adagio. The last movement builds from a gentle beginning into a brazen finale, while recalling some of the themes from earlier movements. Once the Ode to Joy theme arrives, the musical form essentially becomes that of variations within a broader sonata form structure. Despite some sharp initial critique of the work, Beethoven's Ninth has withstood the test of time, and indeed has made its mark. In the world of popular culture, for instance, the symphony's menacing second movement in brisk waltz time provided a backdrop for some of the most tense and twisted moments in Stanley Kubrick's 1971 film adaptation of Anthony Burgess's psycho-thriller novel, A Clockwork Orange. The choral fourth movement accompanies a triumphant soccer scene in Peter Weir's film Dead Poets Society of 1989. In the realm of technology the audio capacity of the compact disc was set at 74 minutes in the early 1980s to accommodate a complete recording of Beethoven's Ninth Symphony. Symphony number no. 9 has also been used to mark monumental public events, perhaps the most moving of which took place on Christmas Day in 1989 in Berlin. There, in the first concert since the demolition of the Berlin Wall just a few weeks earlier, American conductor Leonard Bernstein led a group of musicians from both the eastern and western sides of the city in a performance of Beethoven's Ninth Symphony, with a small but significant alteration. In the ode to joy, the word Freude, the German word for joy, was replaced with Freiheit, the German word for freedom thanks for listening. Be kind, do good work, and until next time.